0: We like to thank. We like to thank the turtle people for the land we're on today.
1: Welcome back, Couchies, to the Couch Commentator. This is episode fifty-seven. Further developments. I'm Jake Thomas, and I'm here with co-host Greg G. Good morning, Greg. It's Sunday morning. Good it morning, is sir.
0: Sunday morning, and I am excited to deliver another exciting episode, Jacob.
1: Me too. I'm like smiling way too much. <laughs> me
0: too, me too. It's, it's, it's an exciting time of year, right? Like football's mm. so close, you can taste it. You've got uh, some yeah. trials finally starting. And mm-hmm. We managed to pick up a gun player right before the season begins. It's yeah, it's exciting times.
1: That's it. Greg's pretty much highlighting exactly what we're going to talk about today. Of course, Broncos picked up Marty to power, so we'll talk about that in Broncos chat. And the Broncos had their trial, or I should say the baby Broncos, not mm. so baby Broncos, had their trial against Eagles. Uh, Seagulls. Um, and, yeah, that'll be Broncos chat. Can't wait to get into that. But the episode title, Further Developments, that's just going to be about, you know, the hottest stories at the moment. And breaking news, we've had a hot story land on our laps. Rise, right, we're about to do that. How now. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is, of course, Latrell um, and whiten ended up in a jail cell
0: they mm. got a bit
1: of a scuffle so more into that can't wait that's that's just juicy isn't it it is <laughs> um we've got other stories as well you know sometimes there's a slow news week and we get we like the nrl uh media likes to stack shit on a, on a team last yeah. week it was the broncos and <laughs> this week it's the dragons so <laughs> yeah. so more on that and um of course, the Dolphins had their trials, so we'll talk about that because, you know, Dolphins are the new team that are affecting the NRL in such a big way this year, so we'll definitely address that. And something that we've kind of overlooked, it's been in the background of everyone's mind, is this whole potential for an NRL player strike because um, they want money. Yeah. <laughs> that's. It's, it's not that, just about money, so but not. a lot of it is about money.
0: Uh, of course it is. <laughs> yeah
1: but um that's a that's a big one further developments and look if there's any other further developments as we speak we're going to give them to you guys we're not going to we're not going to skip those of course (laughs) (laughs) uh and of course supercoach if you think we're not going to talk about supercoach you're wrong more supercoach chat as well let's get into it greg The mighty Broncos, the mighty Broncos. It's time for Broncos Chat. da da da, da. It's time for Broncos Chat.
0: And fresh off a, a massive win. <laughs> yeah. 44-12, <laughs> Premier's
1: ship, here we come. Everyone's
0: having a bit of a joke about that online. Yeah, I know they are. <laughs> I saw it too. Uh, look, it, the uh, the thing you want to do when you come out against these teams is you want to win and you want to win well, and that's exactly what we did. Uh, it would have been really nice if it was 44-0, that they let in a couple of late tries. is a little bit of a disappointment, but the players that needed to stand out really did.
1: Yeah, yeah, and those players would be Tristan Saylor, be the one, the big Tristan,
0: the big winner. Tristan Saylor played at fullback and, um, and was yeah. absolutely on fire.
1: Yeah, three try assists and a try. Mm. So um if you were um a super coach player, you'd be like, Ooh, that that's oh, pretty good." That's but right um, up. you know, he's he's got to get a start, doesn't he, <laughs> first?
0: He does, he does. But I tell you what, you know, the the very fact that we were 44-0 for most of that game the evidence is there that Tristan Saylor can run a defense, you know, he spoke really well after the game. I saw him interviewed and I was really quite impressed that for a young fella how well he spoke. I don't know whether or not he was really comfortable with the interviewer, but certainly um, Mm. expressed himself really plainly and very astutely. So it was good to hear his thoughts. And he pretty much said the exact same thing, you know, like, that he was impressed with how they ran out the game and uh, a bit disappointed. They let in a couple of late tries, but he mm-hmm. was impressed with the forwards in that um, big Shalom and, and Logan Bayless. So yeah. he said he was moving the middles around. And and I love hearing a, a fullback talk about moving their middles and, and the way that they move mm-hmm. their defense, because it shows that they're an NRL quality fullback, you know, they, they need to be able to run that defense from the back there. And that's what he did. And um he did it very well.
1: Yeah, good on him. Certainly, uh, you know, it comes from the NRL family. So yep. uh, I'm sure that's helped, you know, probably the lingo that would be said at, at the dinner table. Very true. Be, um, a, lot, a lot of those words. Um, just switching over to Tyson Smoothie also was impressive. And, yeah, it was. You know, another player that probably gets a run um, in the team at some stage because yeah, you hope so. there's so much yeah. uncertainty around um
0: the hooker position the hooker position for the yeah. Broncos. yeah well be- between him and Blake Mozart, you know they've got a bit of depth there and considering they've just re-signed Corey <clears throat> Pakes and he'll obviously get that bench spot if he is fit and raring mm. to go they mm. look like they'll run with Billy Billy Walters uh, I almost said Billy Slater there imagine him yeah. as, as our um hooker. bring it
1: back <laughs> Well, yeah, interesting.
0: Billy Walters yeah. as our hooker <laughs> and, and starting yeah. one at that. So yeah. th- there's plenty of depth there in the number nine position. Whether or not it is quality depth is yet to be seen.
1: Well, not to toot our own horn too much, but I see a lot of depth across the whole paddock. Uh, considering Very true. A team that is not, none of those guys are in the top 17. So the fact that we can put out another seventeen that looks like a pretty decent team against you know obviously they're not going to beat the Panthers. (laughs) They're not going to put a point on the Panthers, but and and you'd have to say there's still a lot of depth there, and that's good to see.
0: I agree, but you'd have to say Wynnum, there's no way they would have um, sent out their top side knowing that that's they were right, coming yeah. up against the yes, uh, yes. very young Broncos side. we obviously the only, not
1: under any delusions, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the only other player I thought worth mentioning was um, Dean Mariner. He really was a threat oh. out wide, and that's he's another potential to sneak a spot and shows the depth that we have in our backs there at the moment because he's not going to get a spot and he probably could jump into many nrl sites tomorrow
1: mm. yeah well you know it's um it's been the time to jump away from the broncos for for plenty of people you know yeah the, the it's Dolphins good that we're holding on to some depth um, yeah and we've got this whole side so it's unreal
0: yeah <laughs> And speaking of adding to our depth a huge signing in mm. Marty Tapao. Oh, oh, what a
1: welcome surprise it was. Really,
0: a really <laughs> raider. Really hey, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. He's He's got that bit of mongrel about him. There's mm-hmm. uh, a bit of opposition hate. You know, I, I love yeah. having someone on my side that is he's scary as well. Someone that frightens people. Yes, yeah. Yes. You want an yes. enforcer. Everyone wants a Jerry Hargraves. Everyone hates playing mm. him, but everyone wants one. You know, yes. so to have someone like Marty Tapao uh, with that he his, his experience and the um
1: they essentially cancel out players like. Jared we're High Graves. When you play when you play the team, exactly. Yeah. They just cancel exactly. each other out. Yep. They're having their own little wrestle. Battle. And then and exactly. And then the game goes on around them somewhat. And <laughs> but the, you can, obviously um, defense can dictate dictate so many things, uh so many games. So the
0: they, um, can, experience yeah, that he brings and and um calmness that he'll bring in times of trouble for that young forward pack hopefully yep. will be of assistance as well. I don't imagine... Well, he's
1: been playing for the Manly, Greg, so he knows exactly, he knows about ups and downs. <laughs> yeah,
0: <that's> so true. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, he's mm-hmm. certainly going to uh, love our facilities. The um, Broncos yes. facilities are just absolutely next level. You imagine, particularly coming from Manly, where they're walk- walking out of frigging demountables uh, to come mm-hmm. to the... Um, center of excellence there at red hill and and see what they have to offer it's no wonder that it was a a whirlwind 24 48 hours that they locked him up in apparently his phone was going nuts with eels uh officials trying to get into touch with him while he was touring the broncos facilities and then by the end of the day or the following day he'd signed on to us and and Mm. it was done yeah that's unreal what a pickup i love
1: it he um yeah, by all accounts, it sounds like he just instantly, uh, yeah, fell in love with the with the conditions of mm-hmm. of the uh, the facilities, and then obviously you know what it's like to be up in Brisbane. Obviously, the weather's great, and, um, and then you also have uh, a forward like Payne Haas, who um, yes, to power knows he doesn't want to just run just like in like Payne Haas's group, you know. Special, yeah, special player that you yeah. want to play with, have the opportunity to play with him, and then Adam Reynolds as well. Exactly. So, um, it's great to hear that that appeal has returned um, for the Broncos.
0: Very true. Um, I hear. Yeah. Um, I hear big Marty power too targeted Payne Haas at t- training and took him down as well. So I <laughs> yes, love hearing yeah. that. You know, he's trying to yeah. earn the respect of the the Ford pack, and to see him take out big Payne Haas, I'd imagine a lot of those young kids would be like, "Holy moly, this guy can ball."
1: yeah no it'd be good to see and um yeah one less one less freak to tackle ourselves
0: that's right one less gigantic (laughs) man to tackle ourselves i'm stoked uh the only i actually have him in
1: my super coach team at the moment oh really um, he's look he's somewhat of a placeholder um but i just like him in my team at the moment he's kind of my little little spirit animal no that's not right what is he my mascot team mascot at the moment
0: The only other um, Mm. big signing I wanted to talk about was apparently we are on the verge of signing Herbie Farmworth or locking him down. If that is actually truth, which is much like I was talking to uh, Nick through the week, I I have a Mm. feeling it's got to do with this lag of contract um negotiations where you sign a contract and there's Mm -hmm. that two week uh, cooling off period so I'd say that's why we heard about him signing and it's all gone quiet I'm hopeful next week Brisbane will actually release that he's definitely signed on until 2025 and that would be absolutely massive with the threat of dolphins hanging over our shoulder to start Mm. locking down some of this talent you know, selling Cobo it's we've good. Got for a while. We need Herbie Farmworth locked down to mm. we've already got Katoni Stagg. So yeah, we really do have such a talented backline. If they can stay fit and stay on the paddock, I'm not shitting you, Jake. I'm I'm thinking mm. top four this year. I genuinely feel like we're a top four team with that roster, yeah. if they can put it all together.
1: It's looking, yeah, it's looking really good. People and, at home just and sitting back, knowing, yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah,
0: you wish. Yeah, well, yeah, we yeah. were sitting. You sad uh, every year.
1: Look, we were obviously looking so good last year, and then it all fell apart. Um, so that's it, what it, I, that's it, what I take yeah. it from. Yeah, so we can, you know, um, not let that happen this time. Then we would have, we would have finished. It There's
0: so much more improvement in forward. this, Jake. Yeah,
1: plenty to go. Plenty Keep to Pat Carrigan on the
0: field. field. Who knows what happens.
1: Mm. God, he's bigger every day, isn't he?
0: Yep. Love him.
1: God damn it. He like just chisels another um bicep out of his arm somehow. I don't know how he does it. He's crazy. He is, uh, he's like, an honest. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, amazing. Well, we love the Broncos. We, just, we do love the Broncos. Just uh <laughs> just like stop get out of their asses, okay, and talk <laughs> about football, please. Talk about these uh further other further developments. Shall we get into it? Let's do it. Okay. Theme of the show, further developments. And we've had breaking news, as we mentioned in the intro, land mm, on our laps. Further developments. As we record, um, Latrell Mitchell and Jack Whiten, Um, this is a local like it how it's they have reportedly been arrested.
0: So yeah. Have yeah. they
1: or have they not? Yeah, are they um,
0: in, are they in jail? <laughs> because if they're in jail, and, they've been arrested.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's only an alleged incident. Greg, as well. Oh, it's
0: always alleged. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly.
1: <laughs> so we'll just cover our bases there as exactly, well. Exactly,
0: exactly. Um, so, yeah, apparently but... they were allegedly just <laughs> wrestling and it turned into a bit of a man wrestle where mm-hmm. the testosterone flies. And um you've seen it, you know, you've seen it. I've seen it at yeah. parties it a, where it was
1: Jack White's 30th.
0: There you
1: and, go, um, even better. Wrestle. Yeah, Man, we used to like hold each other down and wrestle as well all and the not time. Big, we're not big guys. We are not,
0: but that so just happens. We, we're
1: probably not looking very intimidating. But I'm guessing we're if these guys are not. doing it, yeah. they're looking like two big bodies going at it. And I'm guessing the place was just like, ah, oh, we don't want them here. We'll just call them, call the
0: cops to get rid of them. Easy we... <laughs> fix, it? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, I guess so. It's remember, we used to
1: it's, it's, it's hilarious. Like, remember happen, we used to play get um, up,
0: we, you know, you'd push yes, the other person yeah, yeah. to the ground, and that's say, what get, I, up. Yeah. get up, get up, get <laughs>
1: <for myself>. up. <laughs> maybe that's yeah. all they were doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could have been. That's it. So they were fighting between themselves. Uh, it was like 2 a.m. I got though, I guess oh, nothing mate, good nothing happens, good after, happens 2 after two.
0: Should have been in bed,
1: <laughs> should have been in bed, yeah. So I guess you can get away with that at like 10, 30, 12. Yeah, Uh, yeah. When it's 2 o'clock,
0: the publican Mm. wants to wrap you up. He's like, let's shut this down and let's go in home because I am tired of these footballers running amok.
1: Look, sports people love to celebrate into the wee hours, Yeah, sometimes into the next day, and getting them to leave a pub is so hard oh, what's that? I think all of them would have like an amazing den and bar in their place like you know I've said that so many times you know it's, and it's, it's probably piss up all night
0: it's probably why you didn't hear that many really bad stories about Shane Warren because he'd always just take it back to his own joint you know yeah, <laughs> and yeah, he'd be underneath yeah, yeah. his own house in that beautiful bar living it up and mm. doing whatever he wanted in the quiet of his own home uh TrIBUTE yeah. to warning. What a superstar! God, that's sad.
1: These guys just having some, having some beers, having a good time, but obviously having too much of a good time. <laughs> and um, it seems like there was nothing in it. It's like they're fight, fighting,
0: but it does seem like there was nothing in it. It and seems like it was the like resisting in arrest that got him in other. trouble.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah that's right so yeah on that that's pretty funny too it's like they got arrested for resisting arrest so yep. were they going to get arrested though prior to that because that means they would have got arrested where we were resisting anyway it's hilarious it's like oh we got you on a technicality yes yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Rest.
0: laughs> oh anyway <laughs> poor buggers i hope they're all right i hope they're all right doesn't seem like too, too much of a big deal so i hope they're all right
1: yeah well um Probably
0: not the best way to spend your 30th birthday, though. Nah, that sucks, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, Next further development, Jake, I wanted to talk about was this NRL player strike or potential NRL player strike. Yes, please, yes. They seem to be um, more and more murmurings about it. And I think as the season gets closer, that's probably why the threat of NRL um, strike action is actually Mm. starting to scare people. I think the players would know that really isn't an option because the one thing you do, if you strike and you're not ready to play first round is you piss off the fans. And that's one thing you don't want to do. Having the fans in your back pocket gives you player power. Without the fans, I don't think that they have as much clout as what they can with the NRL. The NRL yeah. is sitting back going, you know, we have the fans on our side and, and they're all against these players. I think the further and further strike action goes on, the more and more it just makes them look like absolute wankers.
1: Hmm. Yeah, It's um. it's certainly will divide the fans i'd say you have a lot of people that will be very angry that they don't get around a football yeah if it you know hypothetically hypothetically speaking again yeah this is all hypothetically speaking play one round yeah maybe and yeah everyone's shitty about everyone you know missing footy that week and like you know fans NRL fans halfway through or midway through a season you know they get very attached to getting that those weekly games absolutely <laughs> taken away from them yes without them knowing about it yeah oh they, they'll be angry and then of course there'll be plenty of sympathizers plenty of people who think yep yeah, they you know I've been in similar situation in my job exactly in my life yep. and I can relate to that
0: yep yeah now, what they're looking for is not
1: you've got a you've got a crow in the background that wants to join in on the podcast today, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Greg. Thanks, Crow.
0: Back to <laughs> the, you, Greg. <laughs> the, um, the things that they are looking at striking for are the minimum uh, wage, the um, uh, ladies' game. They expect they and they wanted more money to go into that, and player welfare is the biggest <clears> thing. <throat> I, I think. They're really beating the drum about the fact that the private health cover for players only really lasts for 12 months after their career finishes. And that gives them the opportunity to get as many surgeries as they want inside that 12 months. Now they were using the Andrew Fafita case as a, as an example as to how hard that is because he needs four massive surgeries And to do that inside of 12 months is just a ridiculous ask, you know, to have a surgery and then recover and then go back for another major surgery and do that four times over in 12 months probably doesn't make sense. So I totally appreciate the fact that uh, welfare and looking after players post their playing career is important. What I was talking about you, talking to you about through the week is that Mm they're sort of living in a bit of a dream world and they think that in the normal, every, everyone else's careers, they get looked after, you know, when they have an injury, they get workers comp. Uh, when they need to um, fix up something related to work, they get it fixed. That's not necessarily the case. And and particularly with laborers and, and, and tradesmen, they get to the end of their careers and they are absolutely battered and bruised like an NRL player maybe not to the same extent of the impact injuries, but their knees, their backs, their shoulders, they get broken down just as much as an NRL player. So, yeah, uh, and they don't get that looked after post their career. They don't get the um, builders union coming out and saying, no worries, mate, we'll pay for whatever surgeries you need post your career. No, you have to pay for all that shit yourself. Uh, so yeah. <clears throat> I just think that's a bit of a dreamland to be thinking that Mm. all players need to be looked after after their career for everything, regardless of um, how long it's gone. I think that there needs to be a a great player welfare program because it is a tough sport and it's not something that I take lightly. I understand they need to be looked after, but there's got to be some reason around it as well.
1: So do you have a definitive side that you stand on for it then?
0: Yeah, I would say that I, I think that there needs to be more allowance for uh, the players to have their cleanups and, and surgeries after their uh, contracts are, are done with, maybe maybe 24 months. Um, mm. you know, I can understand how 12 months is just a bit too quick. But then outside of that, um the the things that we really should be looking out for are you know concussions and um something mm. that can have long-term detrimental effects they should 100 percent be covered but in terms of um knees and and shoulders and um where it's just a, a a body breakdown i'm sorry that that's that just happens in everyday life
1: yeah you're not wrong i think um you know i guess they have an opportunity uh to have a platform to fight for the best conditions they could
0: possibly get so, yeah totally yeah good point um
1: it's they're certainly going to go for it yeah um, you know they've got media coming up to them wanting to shove a microphone in their face about it so it doesn't surprise me that they're they go as hard as they possibly can to get better conditions because
0: very true I like you, you you're, you're right there jake like when you're talking you're negotiations end,
1: plus you've got a big group of people there's always going to be a a um a, generally a minority that is um vocal about their their position you know yeah. most people just go along with it australians in particular we're all like oh no worries she'll be right you know oh, my finger fell off oh, It's okay you know it's <laughs> yeah it's it's very much a should be right attitude. Whereas yep. the other, you know, ten percent go, no, we need to be looking out. We need to look out for everybody. We need to be the uh, we need to be the saviors of the um NRL players and make sure that we're getting looked after as best as possible.
0: Yeah, fair call. I see
1: it in work environments, you know, unions and things like that too.
0: The the reason that I really get irked is is when I hear um I hear of strike because the where it mm. where that really impacts is is the fans the fans that have bought um season passes the fans that have have got the jerseys and and put their hard earned into supporting a team and they're just going to say and treat it like work and say sorry mate we're not turning up the first week oh well, i'm mm-hmm. sorry it is more than just a job to the fans the 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 fans sit back and and they've put their heart and soul into it so to see their um heroes as such basically just saying well you know what maybe we're not going to turn up the first week it leaves a bit Mm. of a sour taste in your mouth
1: yeah it's not good hope they can get it all resolved I hope so, I mean, Remember a... in the off-season, Greg, we, you especially, were very passionate and vocal about the NRL not have been clear about how much money they were going to be able to um, oh,
0: staggering support yeah um,
1: for the salary cap and things yep. like that. So maybe this should have been maybe this whole then the player um, player strike or the player movement here should have happened a bit earlier too. You know, discussions Which, have been handled yeah. so
0: poorly. You know mm-hmm. that that they released what the the salary cap would be and the conditions would be without talking to their their closest stakeholders in the players and players union. That to me is disrespectful. So I'd say that is where all this has come from. Is that they're just like. Mate, you're not even giving us a seat at the table. And it's part our table, you know. The NRL is nothing without the players. So, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I sound like I'm, I'm having a bit of a bitch here, but I understand mm. that the players are paramount. Uh, and, and the NRL yep. definitely should have yep. sat down and had these conversations earlier. No, I, I'm just annoyed yeah. that it's this close to the season and we're, even the potential of that happening.
1: Mate, it's all right if you want to have a bitch about it. We, we, <laughs> bitch, about, we bitch about the NRL and the referees every yeah. other week. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's only fair that we uh, we give it to everybody. Spread
0: it around. Yeah. Spread it on.
1: Well, there were certainly some big stories first up in our Further Developments episode. But um, when there is a slow news week, The best thing to do (laughs) is just stack a bunch of old stories and then put a new story on top and just railroad and team uh, to to death and they'll never do any good this year because they're totally fucked before the season's already started.
0: (laughs) You've got a a story that's (laughs) five stories in one and, yeah, in typical Broncos fashion, this is something that's always been my whinge to you, is that the (laughs) media these days are so lazy you know the story will come out say and it will be a, a mini story because they'll have minimal detail to it and then instead of just rewriting the story and making it newsworthy again all they do is mm. stack the shit on top of that and then even if they get a a different story that's not even related to that story, but it's related to the club, they'll stack it on top of that story. So then Mm. it looks like your team and your club for the season is in complete disarray and you got injury after injury, scandal after scandal, when it's really the same shit that they just keep trawling up and sticking back onto the story. It's just, it's lazy media reporting and and I hate it. I'll, I'll read an article and I'll get halfway through and go, wait a minute, I've read this. And this is because mm. you've just stacked your shit on top of each other. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I, failed I refuse to, mention... to read them now. I move on.
1: Yeah, but yeah, you refuse. Well, you'll hear about it from me and then we end up talking like this. <laughs> this is what happens as a result of it. We have this interaction. Um, the, sorry, I failed to mention the team this week. Uh, the flavor of the week is the Dragons. Mm. Um, so much
0: happening yeah. for them. But all stuff we already happening.
1: knew about. Yes, yes. You know, Jaden Look, Sullivan's you know, got
0: hamstrings injuries. Yes, yeah, we did yeah. know that. Um, Cody Ramsey's got ulcerated colitis and he might not play the entire year. Yes, we did know that. Hook uh, Griffin's under pressure. Oh, you're telling me a foundation club, well, related to a foundation club that has a coach that hasn't made finals in a few years is under pressure? Shock me. You know, none of this <laughs> stuff is actually that interesting and it's no. only a story because it's a slow news week, you know? Mm, Jasper yeah. apparently is injured though too, and, and that's another story stack. Throw that on top of there. That's, he, and
1: that's, that's what started it, yeah. Yeah, so he, he was, was
0: potential um a 5'8 spot for them this year.
1: That's right, yeah. He was going to pretty much be fill in 5'8". While everyone else is injured, mm. so they mentioned his injury, mentioned all the other injuries, and then of course, um, you know, Amone was in some hot water in the off season, so let's bring that up as well. Yeah, and yeah, anything else they can figure out.
0: Um, oh, I still haven't got to the <laughs> detail on the Amone thing, but a, right. th- what I heard through the week was a hammer attack. So I really mm. am I interested. Did hear in, hammer attack too. Yeah, as to what is going on there.
1: Yes. That's well, pretty serious. Of course, we don't get privy to hundred percent of the factual information until nah. people get a acu- um, you know, trialed and um, yep. charged. So um when that happens, then we, we get to find out all juice. Mm. It's always sometimes years after. Um, sometimes, you know. yeah. Yeah. Well because yeah, well, that's sure how long we'll it takes later. In the court. Nick um Nick Kyrgios, um it's just been in court. Um over something that happened a couple of years ago. Because, yeah, it just it takes takes it time. takes that long. We were defending the Broncos last week, and this week we'll defend, happily defend the Dragons because no one deserves this year.
0: No, not before your season. It sucks. Um, yeah.
1: So just like the Broncos rolled out a 17-player squad that, Probably won't see too much time in the NRL yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah. Well, some players will. Um, Dolphins did very similar thing. They yep. they showed us a whole bunch of players that probably won't get any time, but a couple of players that, that we should see on the field perhaps during the year.
0: Yeah, a bit of young one, talent. Two, maybe and... one. <laughs> In Isaiah Katoa and they let him run the side. That's yeah. probably important for their development, his development and showcasing whether or not he's going to get a potential debut spot for the Dolphins this year. They obviously mm-hmm. will go with Sean O'Sullivan and the MILF as their halves, but there's still a, a hooking spot or, you know, a, a, a um utility spot up for grabs and you never know. He puts on some weight. He could be a potential but I'd wait yeah, to definitely. say he buys his time in Q Cup this year.
1: Yeah. Maybe towards the back end of the season, gets a bit of time, you're thinking.
0: Yep, I reckon. Maybe. And and that would only be if, you know, if things weren't going all that well, maybe they need to inject a bit of uh spark in there and and see whether or mm. not he does it. And you never know, he might absolutely light up Q Cup. You know, that's that's what happened with Ezra Mam. He was absolutely mm. lighting up Q Cup. And then the very next year, he gets his spot in the NRL. So, yeah, there's a, a great pathway there for Isaiah Katawa. And I'm interested to see his progression this year. I'm interested in the Dolphins' progression. They they scored Definitely. a couple of good tries there. They had they some. They
1: did. They really did. Yeah. Yeah. Had some, some exciting some um,
0: backs, tries. You know, one of yeah. the um, grabber kicks up the sideline and pinpoint in the corner, uh, a nice catch from a bomb. So, yeah, a lot to like about the trial, but, yeah, a lot of no-names run out there again. So not too much they to did talk pretty about in terms good. stars.
1: Yeah, 24 to 8, they made sure they won. Um, they, had some, they had some fans, right? They had some fans there sitting very close to the trial line, the fans. They Weren't were they just? Awful close, yeah. yeah. Good thing it wasn't a proper game. Otherwise, people would have been, been taken out multiple times. Yeah, I
0: presume <laughs> it's because it's not a proper game that that was allowed. I mm. um, know, to stop, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a bit of a shock, wasn't
1: it? <laughs> it was a bit of a shock, but very um, relaxed game, yeah. Um, very much both both teams in cruise control and um, and rightfully so because it was because uh, trials don't mean
0: anything.
1: Anything is <laughs> what we sung a lot last year, but uh, this year maybe a bit more considering um these guys have never gone onto the field together. So.
0: Absolutely, you know, yeah, all all the trials are certainly going to be important for the likes of your dolphins because of the fact that they haven't put anything on the paddock yet. So yeah, mm. it's absolutely. Uh, integral to your youth, that they get some of that running under their legs before the season starts, and give them the opportunity when they they deserve one.
1: Yeah. Preseason challenge is starting this Thursday with um some with some games, and then but really the one that we're looking at is the um, All Stars game on Saturday. All Stars game and the girls both losing a bit of talent Saturday sadly afternoon.
0: Yeah. yeah. And losing, losing a bit of talent, sadly, you know, the likes of um, Josh Adakar missing is huge. Did, um did I say Joey Manu is maybe out as well?
1: Yeah. He's got a, a, a facial fracture.
0: Oh, that's sad. Okay. So yeah, there they are losing some stars, but that is not necessarily what that game is about. You know, it says that's... all stars, but it's about passion. And, and that's what I love about it. And most of the time, Regardless of the two seventeens that they throw out there, mm. it is full of passion. You know, you got it's two... an
1: opportunity to um, show the culture as well. Yeah, absolutely, and, and, and for NRL people. to say we are an ally with the indigenous spot on and, and expressing that and making sure that's part of the NRL.
0: You know, indigenous talent is what makes us the NRL, yes, right? Absolutely. You know the the players and and um. Uh, the history of indigenous talent through yep. the NRL has just been unsurpassed in other sports. You know, you, you'd say mm-hmm. that, um, maybe Kathy Freeman's probably the the most famous Indigenous athlete. So that's athletics. But outside of that, the indigenous talent that we have in, you know, Greg Inglis and Artie Beaton, just to name a few, these people yeah. will be remembered forever for their mm. exploits on the field. And yeah. um, they've done so much for the game off the field so that's hmm. why these games are important i'm looking forward to it and it'd be great to see some yeah top quality talent take the field
1: the heart of the story is that footy's just around the corner pre-season challenge indigenous all stars can't wait come at me super coach super coach Excellent. that was long <laughs> yeah. Did it feel long? It was. I had nothing else Rich to give, so I was like, I'll just make it long. Yeah,
0: like it. No player. No player to no throw player, in Nothing. Yeah, nothing. No one of relevance to just announce.
1: We shared each other's teams with each other.
0: Mm, we did. That's bad.
1: It, that was poor English, but you, you understood what I meant. I
0: do, yeah, I believe everyone else does too.
1: Yeah. And um, it was a welcome surprise. You just sent it. You were like, boom, my team. And I was
0: like, oh dang get this india i
1: haven't i haven't even shared it with the other guys yet um on our little super coach chat that i've not been on at all and i'm sure drew will be like yes jake you're never on it but (laughs) i will return to it uh and start giving my opinion when it's uh when it's valid it doesn't seem super valid at the moment because um not really much been going on but yeah
0: well, that's, that's, generally, I mean, that's generally that's genuinely or generally, generally generally why yeah. why I uh, dump out of that super coach early because my relevance in super coach generally dwindles pretty quickly. <laughs> 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 I'm hoping uh, to stay a bit more relevant for a little bit yeah. longer this year. I'm going to keep that's my fingers close to the pulse, and mm. much like I said, Jake, in the last super coach catch up. The players yep. that I said I needed as a must-have and we mm. thought we'd str- I'd struggle to fit in there, pretty much most of them I've managed to fit in. That's good.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm think, really happy um, with it. Yeah. I, it's great to see both of our sides have got some major differences, which is great. It's yeah, great I do to like that, that early, yeah. We're pretty similar people, mindedly, about yeah, exactly. NRL, yep. but we've chosen a lot of different people. So that's, that's very reassuring because it's great to see you know people having a different a go at different players um but yeah like you know i think we're not gonna get into too much this week because what we'd like to do is pretty much do a whole episode on super coach leading up to the season
0: have a super coach special it'll be chunky it'll
1: be chunky yeah so we don't want to um bog down our further developments chat today Turbo and Pappenhausen, they've been injured in a way. They've just come back. Turbo saying he's ready for round one. Pappenhausen says, I'm not going to put a timeline on it. Greg, do you think Turbo is an option or are you going to stick with Tedesco and the
0: Yeah, very good question. If Turbo starts round one, I'm going to find it incredibly hard not to have him in there. But I do think that I'm going to stick with my original plan <clears throat> of Tedesco and Latrell, as long as Latrell doesn't yep. get any more suspensions. Like there's the potential that he might Let's not play, play around out of the park.
1: Yeah, definitely. If he doesn't play around one, I'll definitely have someone else there because I yeah. but if I he's playing, want to miss out on points.
0: Mm. But if he's playing, I think, yeah, I think he definitely, um, for me, will be there because that was my original plan.
1: He, like, Turbo is so much cheaper though, right? He's, like, 300K cheaper than Latrobe.
0: Wow. Mm. That is very much interesting to me. Yes. So
1: (laughs) we should not not neglect
0: that, but it's certainly making
1: things um, complicated. I thought when he went away, I think I said it last week, he's like, he's not playing round one, but he probably is now. So I'll happily eat my words, and um, now it's becoming very much um, the thing in my the, the forefront of my mind about Supercoach is who are my fullbacks that I start with. Yeah. Yeah, it's affecting me. But um, I, another, I really like the idea of starting with Joey Manu. He's super expensive, but, you know, he's a Kiwi. He's not going to play state of origin. The guy's going to be there for the whole year, and when Tedesco doesn't play fullback, he'll be there. Like, I, I, I want him. I want him. So he's one of my must-haves. Who's one of your must-haves that aren't one of the fullback positions?
0: I'll probably say Harry Grant. Yep. But a very close second in Matt Burton because I, I mm-hmm. feel like everyone's going to have him in their side. He's only going to be better for another year under his belt. But he's going to be better for having a few more weapons around him as well. And I think he's going to really take the game on this year. So he um, he's going to be a real stat getter.
1: Okay, well, I think as not to drain Supercoach too much, I think that's a good place to leave it. And we want you guys wanting more, obviously. We want you wanting to know more about our wants and needs and desires for Supercoach. So we'll save that for the next one. Real. And once again, it's time for other sports. Over to you, Greg.
0: Thank you, Jake. The other sports section. Pleasure, mate.
1: And by the way, that's um, that's that's not some American we bring in uh, for that intro. It's me.
0: It's it's true. It's true. And you know what? Funnily I uh, no, there is some American news in here as well. I uh, will I'll touch on the NFL. Uh, although the Broncos season is over, the NFL is into the Super Bowl, and it has been a great season. So definitely worth mentioning. Uh, straight off the top of the bat, we will talk about the. Um, Australian Open, very obvious winner on the yes, men's Australian side of it. Open. Yeah, I, I picked his ages out. I said mm. uh, I, I honestly could have picked it at the end of last year or the beginning of last year when they didn't allow Novak into the country. I knew this year he would be allowed to get back in, and he was always going to win. It's the type of person he is. It's... He's just such a driven athlete. He was mm. always going to win that tournament, Jake. He's one of those people, one of those players, that when they decide they're going to win, that's it. There's no other option. They are going yep. to beat everyone in their path, and that's exactly mm. what he did. Yep. And um, when they
1: decide they want to go to the toilet during a game,
0: they're going to do they're it. They're going to do it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the <laughs> tennis players use all the loopholes they, they can these that. days. Um. Yeah. It does let get let frustrating. The go to the toilet. Those whatever. are the rules.
1: Everybody watching wants to go to the toilet as well. So we can all go to the toilet at the same time. It's great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The uh, other exciting part of the story was from the women's side of the draw. I still maintain Ash Barty Mm. wins this if she (laughs) plays. But Uh, Greg, Ash Barty is
1: retired. Yeah. So she can't win any Grand Slams until she comes back. Comes back.
0: Hopefully she does. The... um, the final was between Rubikina and uh, Sabalenka. Sabalenka is such an interesting story. This is a, mm. a girl who, on last year's tour, hit almost or or just on five hundred double faults in the season. Wow! That is by far the m- most double faults by anyone on tour ever in a season. Almost
1: as many when I used to play junior tennis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i sucked day. Hey? i didn't even know how i was there Man, it's tough like and, and serving yeah is, serving is, is difficult Difficult, but yeah she she hit over 150 more than the record mm. so she was having a shocking time and which was she my record genuinely had the yips <laughs> so you know the yips is when an athlete can't yes. do some of the a basic thing. so say they're mm. a, a golfer that's that's missing uh, two feet putts or a um uh, you NRL- could compare it to nrl Greg. <laughs> kicker who, who's missing kicks that are uh, directly yeah. in front um yes,
1: yes or like you see it like probably when on the fifth kick and they just keep on kicking it out and they keep kicking, kicking the it. ball yeah. out in the floor yeah. i think that's the one that's, put it anywhere. that's probably the biggest hip yeah yeah
0: that that is the yips you know this this yeah. chick had to um serve underarm on multiple occasions because she just could not get the serve over the net. And she was that much in her head in the um, Australian open final. She wins the toss and decides to take the serve. She actually had been Mm -hmm. deciding to receive a lot so that she could warm into a match Mm -hmm. that way, but she decides to take the serve. And on the very first point, she double faults. Now she just could have buckled after that. You know, she could have absolutely fallen away and buckled. She um, lost the first set as well. So the mental toughness to get it together and then win the next two and win her first Grand Slam. Yeah, that's the story of the Australian Open and and very impressive from Sabalenka.
1: Mm. Never
0: give up. Never Never surrender. Never surrender. The only pain that matters is the pain you inflict. I am really... (laughs) really depressed this morning oh, because the um the BBL final was on last night and the yeah. heat had that match so many times they could have won it at so many different parts and they mm-hmm. just didn't it was it was so sad they were absolute rank underdogs probably the biggest underdog of the entire season so far three dollars to beat dollars uh, three ten at one stage to beat Perth and it really didn't seem like they had a hope uh until the actual match started and then they were really playing well the the they started the, the batting innings flying they were about one for a hundred they took the um power surge which was two overs where they get restricted mm. fielders and yeah. that is where it all just fell apart. The first ball of the really? power surge, they lost a wicket. Uh, they didn't get many runs in that first over. And then the second over, they lost another wicket and didn't get many runs again. Mm. So their power surge was about two for 10. And they were looking like making 200 before then. And then they really only made 180. If they hadn't made 200, the game would have been completely out of reach and they would have been not even close. So it's um it's really sad. Instead, in Perth, needing thirty runs in the last over, they only needed to get ten, and they got it really easily. Mm. Sadly, we were on top, we didn't win, and I'm talking with me too because at, at one mm. stage, Jake, they'd won one from six or one from <laughs> yeah. seven, and they're paying yeah. thirty-four to one with our Australian players coming back. I was uber confident, so I threw some money down. Uh, at thirty-four to one, and um, sadly, it did not come through.
1: All oh, right, there. You're gonna you have to work some extra shifts to, to work <laughs> make up for lost. To um, yeah.
0: so to make sure Mackenzie actually gets to eat dinner this week. That's yeah, right. Speaking yeah. of, she doesn't eat much. Speaking she's, of she's Mackenzie, small. yes, mm. darling. Welcome to the couch, commentator. Ah, welcome. Say hello, couchies.
1: Hello, couchies. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Kenny.
0: Anything else you want to contribute to the other sports section? Has your cricket been going in the backyard? Good.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, you beat Mummy yesterday, didn't you? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, I've got to finish with this other sports section, babe. You got to (laughs) go. The big story of the week is probably Tom Brady retiring again. Oh,
1: uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, and reported on TV as the NRL player, Tom Brady. And t-
0: reported <laughs> as the NRL player, Tom Brady. <laughs>
1: I think it was just in the little text in the bottom. I don't think anyone actually said that verbally. It no,
0: it, they didn't. it the typo. Did. Yeah, it was, it was it in was the blurb. O. Um, yeah. So it was just a, a graphic error. But um, yeah. look, he will absolutely go down as the greatest of all time by far. Uh, seven titles, um, yeah. you know. just so ju- what shit. happened?
1: He didn't make the Super Bowl, so he's like, this, or he didn't this make is finals. The... So he's like, oh fuck it, I'm not, that's it, I retire. <laughs> <laughs> this is what well, um, played Super Bowl. Uh, it's just not the same.
0: This is a bit of a surprise. I did think yeah. after he he. Jump back into it after retiring first. He would at least sort of do it for a few yeah. years. That he only did it for 12 months is a bit of a shock to me. Um, It's a and bit of a shame, but yeah, he goes out still a true champion and the, the greatest of all. The Super Bowl is on not this Monday, but next. And it will be an absolute cracker. The Philadelphia Eagles against the Kansas City Chiefs. Philly Eagles have been yeah. probably... I'd say underrated most of the mm. season, particularly for how well mm. they've been doing. They got a rookie mm. quarterback in Jalen Hurts, uh, who is good runner of the ball and um and has been scoring plenty of points um all season. He's a, a great player.
1: I wish both the cities well because you know, win or lose, I'd say both cities will be on fire the next day. So just whoever loses. <laughs>
0: Certainly, Philly Eagles, I think, will be the team for the impartial viewer in Australia. There is um, two Australians playing for Philly Eagles uh, in their kicker, Sipos, and this huge um, offensive left tackle in um, Jordan Mailata is an enormous (laughs) unit. I think it was about 140 kilos when he went there. So he came from the... um, one of the academies that plays out of Australia. So he didn't even go to play college football. He got drafted in the NRL around uh, NFL hard, did it too. The um, NFL around 230 odd. So I think (laughs) there wasn't too much thought that he was going to be a superstar. He had his rookie contract. And I think that was about a couple of mil a year, maybe not even Uh, soon found out that he was an absolute weapon and, is now on a 4-year, 60 million dollar contract. Something to that effect. He's earning some big bucks over there. He is um he's been talked about plenty in the commentary. He's a guy mm-hmm. that does get highlighted when we are looking at offensive plays, so he's definitely one of our success stories um for NFL players over in the states.
1: Yeah, nice.
0: So watch out to
1: hear there are a couple of them.
0: Philly Eagles, (laughs) I think have got a great shot. If Pat Mahomes plays at his best, Kansas City will win. So if Pat Mahomes is the MVP, I say Kansas City. And um, if you're looking for a bit of value, maybe go for like Mm -hmm. a wide receiver as the MVP for the Philly Eagles in AJ Brown. There is potential for him to get it if he plays the house down. Um, but generally it goes to a quarterback, so maybe Jalen hurts to yep. gamble responsibly,
1: put some money down on it,
0: put some, put some money some, down, remember? Get, get your and money we changed down
1: it. on it, we changed the slogan. <laughs> uh, just before we finish up, you did mention Tom Brady being renowned as the goat, um, for, for uh, NFL NRL. Sorry, no, <laughs> see what I did there, yeah, yeah, uh, it was a joke, um, and but you say the goat. What about back to tennis? Yes, uh, Novak Djokovic. Yes, yeah. where, where do you think his status? of the Do you think his reach goat status?
0: Oh, very good question.
1: At but least of the modern tennis era.
0: It's it's hard to argue. Yes, and statistics say that he is the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. For me, I'll you've got all... to put him
1: up against Federer and Nadal because this is exactly this is the same breadth that you mentioned. You know, we're not talking about. You know, 20, 30 years ago, when no. Pete Francisco and Agassi were playing, we're talking about modern players, and um, yeah, he's got a lot of Grand Slams. And
0: look, he, he's even surpassed any of those, any of those. Oh, for sure, players. for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. you know, the, the conversation but... is is Novak, Nadal, and Rog. And mm. for me, it's always going to be Rog. Just mm-hmm. purely based on the way he held himself and the way he carried himself mm. through his entire career, there yeah. Uh, yeah certainly are some question marks over Novak. And statistics are hard to argue against. But for me, Rog is the greatest of all time. Um, mm. And and that's just one of those things, isn't it? It's sometimes it is just opinion based, you know, where you've got yeah. a guy like Tom Brady who's got that many rings that he needs another hand to put them on. That's crazy, <laughs> you know, so the, that, that guy yeah, is that's obvious. number yeah. one. But when you're talking like, you know, 20 something Grand Slams versus 20, you know, 20 Grand Slams versus 22 or 24 or even 25, wherever it ends, you're still only talking sort of three, four, five Grand Slams. So I think you can have an argument around who the greatest of all time is around that. You know, yes, you can say pure statistics. It's probably Novak. But outside of just pure statistics, for me, it's Rog.
1: Mm. Well, I might love to hear the opinion. That's why. I'd, that's why I asked you such the divisive question. Let's love sports.
0: Love sports. Love Yeah. It. Well, no, and that's good. the best part about it is that mm. you know it's a it's all opinions. You know, um, I, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm not right. You're not right. It's it's all what you feel.
1: Actually, I'm right and you're wrong.
0: Oh, I sorry. She didn't know that. Yeah. That's and you know,
1: I'll I'll happily tell you that. <laughs> but when it comes to football,
0: I'm right. Okay. <laughs> All righty.
1: Let's um I've been heavily distracted this week, Greg, uh by a yeah, little show called Survivor. So um hopefully our listeners stick around for Survivor Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Distractions, distractions. What a book book months. Scooby-doby doo Greg, your distractions include
0: Yeah, m- huge distractions <laughs> this week. We're really uh being a um full-time school and work week. Holy moly, that is mm. not gonna be easy
1: that's that's a very new development for you guys first, time,
0: first yeah. time ever and in 10 <laughs> and weeks at a time we're gonna have to do it yeah I, I yeah, um I feel it long I feel it it's it's really it's tiring for the kids you know like certainly um mm. Ken got about halfway through on the Wednesday and I did thankfully I get to do pick up and drop off on on Wednesday so that's a really nice cool. reset for the week for me I get to be a bit of dad yeah. and um just make some of my other days a bit longer but i don't really <laughs> mind because i get that really fun time with ken and she seems to really love it we sat down there on the mm. afternoon on wednesday and she's like daddy am i going to school tomorrow <laughs> and i was like yeah babe <laughs> two more days and she's like oh i just want to hang out with my family at home <laughs> So you That's why I said I was like, Darling, I I really want to as well." Like honestly, that's I would prefer to do that. Um, Big time, but that is not reality. And that is a very
1: normal child you've got there, Greg. Exactly. Out that uh, school and work are for chumps, and it should just be spending time with your family. That's
0: right. Family friends is just fun. Mm -hmm. So look, that's what I sold to her. I was like, through the through the week, you get to hang out with your friends at school. And then on the weekends, and and every time you finish your day, you get to come hang out with your family. So yeah. you'll love it, you'll enjoy it, and she does seem to be enjoying it. So it's yeah. um, Those it's going to be a change, it's going to be a challenge, mm. but it's mm. one that we're enjoying so far.
1: Yeah. Well, I start um, first grade this week as well. So, oh, good on ya. you! Know. <laughs> oh, well, you guys can share
0: <laughs> notes. You and Ken can catch up over Zoom. It's growing, and it's growing up. Maybe for do both homework of us. together.
1: Yeah. Well, you know best you know relearn it's time to relearn i thought <laughs> no that's fantastic to hear i'm so happy for you guys but yeah. and kenny to be taking that step but um but yeah it's a lot
0: it is a lot and honestly jake that's that that's I all know. i got time for for my distractions <laughs> this week <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know you didn't even get to watch every uh all three episodes of the new survivor you've only I absolutely two. did not i only but saw I was two of the somewhat three. Somewhat I've somewhat caught you up.
0: Um, I feel like I'm up to date and I feel like I've watched the episode just by you talking it through with me.
1: (laughs) I felt like I was reliving it as I was explaining it to you, but yeah. What have you thought? Survivor heroes versus villains. What have you thought?
0: Look, I love it. I love the heroes versus villains concept you know mm. i particularly through survivor because most of the time those i love returning are, players right? uh, and uh, returning yeah. players are the best part about it right because mm. mm. that we, yep. we've we generally attributed a hero or villain tag to them yes so we, we yes. love to see them embrace that uh and there's been some great villains that have come back you know some mm. of some of my favorite people are people that uh, villains that you just love to hate like Sean you know like but there's not yeah. too much i actually hate about her i genuinely just love to love her i feel like yeah, Sean is great,
1: Sean is the best great and character. is already um calling the shots pretty early with yep. um uh, Liz who's a um Olympian pole vaulter
0: yeah um, brilliant
1: so you know they love that they love having olympians in there don't they they're they like, do them
0: in. well they're tough tuck as nails you know <laughs> they just are, got, yeah. They've, they've got mental they've toughness that's beyond yeah. compare. Remember when Lydia yeah. Lassila did it, you know? Yes. She yeah, is just incredible. such yeah. a mental weapon, you know, mm. physical mm. Uh, dominant player. But any sort of endurance challenge, you just would back up based off a mental toughness. So
1: yeah, I love seeing
0: yeah. that side of it. Um, We've said it time and time again. It is mm. something where you can't hide who you are. Eventually, mm the the lack of food the the lack of sleep eventually you actually get to see someone's true character and that's why Mm. i think the villains the heroes versus villains concept for the survivor works so well because we get to see those people come out and yeah that is their genuine self so and you um, see
1: like you already seen some of the um players that haven't done it before then they, can, they don't like the conditions. They hate it, you know, being wet and it. cold and, and hungry. It's yeah. like, well, this is Survivor. And Shawnee, you have just mentioned, is sitting back, you know, just going, I've done this before. You just have to sit here and yep. build, build relationships when you're cold and hungry and tired because everyone's feeling the same way. Build relationships, become someone that you people want to hang out with, and that's how you um get through those first couple of weeks at least. Start Clever, mate. Finances. She's shown really buzz. Kind of like, I love um speaking of villains, we love to hate. I also love watching George. George is slippery slimy, he's a politician, yeah. but he's also um, a very flamboyant gay man as well. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't always come across, but no, it doesn't. It, does. it, doesn't. it doesn't. it doesn't, but it then doesn't. occasionally
0: he likes sort to of remind people of it. Yeah, he does. It that does. was the main reason that um that Sean held on yeah, to him she's like we've already got girl. rid of two females i can't get rid of the only gay
1: <laughs> yeah what a legend um <laughs> yeah. and george is interesting to watch you know he's he's great at tribal council and, yeah and um and uh, well we haven't seen the, he just to switch subjects um we haven't seen the heroes go to tribal yet it's been all villains they've lost nice. a lot of players they even lost somebody to injury someone's been a classic fractured their collarbone story yeah and George actually hit his head and had blood everywhere he, he doesn't look he smashed great but he's his face. he smashed his face but he's back in the game which is great yep um but we haven't seen the heroes go to tribal we haven't seen Hayley in tribal council yet and this week she's considering throwing the challenge so they go to tribal because they wow. really want to get out the, that rogue girl who just annoys everybody
0: slippery <laughs> slope you start throwing challenges it's mm-hmm. a slippery slope to um, falling apart as a as a, a tribe. I don't like. Well, it. they've
1: got the villains where they want them, so that's I right. Keep keep not... chewing them apart. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. The villains got a great reward. They got to uh, just pretty much go over and fuck with the other players' camp. Wasn't so
0: that awesome? They yeah. they
1: stole all their food. They tipped out their beans that were soaking for that day, so they didn't have food for at least twenty four hours. And um, George was going to destroy their shelter, but everyone stopped him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure how I would have gone. Like, I, I like to think myself a hero, not a villain. So I don't reckon I mm. would have, um, I would have done the destruction that they did. But you can see why yeah. they went after it. They tried I, to put out the fire to no avail. When they got back, yes, they it was actually still steaming and yeah. they got that fire up and going again. I was like, wow. It's almost like showing yourself to be an arsehole but then not actually following through. You're doing
1: a very good job. Yeah. 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 Oh, it well, um, they certainly got... Yeah, they they made an impact. They 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 did it. They did. They did get, look, they did get to use their.
0: It's made so an it impact on awesome. me, Jake. Great start yes. to the season. I am looking forward to talking about Survivor more.
1: Yes, that's right. And Couchies, um, just know that we have a good chat before we press record, so we get a lot of the Survivor chat out of the way, so you guys don't get <laughs> inundated with it. We're yep. doing our very best to keep it to just, um, you know, a couple of minutes in distractions. <laughs> Uh, really quickly another distraction to tie off distractions for the for this week um i always always rave about taskmaster from the uk Mm. now taskmaster is in australia is the australian taskmaster it's five comedians do a bunch of silly tasks um you know the shot months ahead of time and then they're in the live studio audience you don't see the studio audience but i believe they're there (laughs) And um, and they get judged on their tasks, and they do some tasks in also uh, live as well. Um, it's great. Like I, I just love Taskmaster. The format works, and it's it has been adopted very easily for Australian audiences. So, um, if you've not been able to get into the UK one, uh, if you don't care about the UK one, I think you should care about the Aussie
0: one. Give it jump a go. on it, jump on it. Oh, look, you don't Um, see me wrong, Jake. I'll do it.
1: Yeah, well, I know you haven't given the UK one a go. And fair enough, you probably don't don't have the means to watch it. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) You you probably don't have the means to (laughs) check it out anyway. But this is on Channel 10 Taskmaster just once a week, not like three or four times a week like Survivor and MasterChef and Block. It's just once a week. So I'm sure you can manage that.
0: I'm sure I can. (laughs)
1: it's good fun the first episode was a lot of fun i laughed i laughed out loud i lolled. i lulled i lulled <laughs> all right and that's me i'm gonna lull my way to the end of
0: the episode yeah nice <laughs>
1: Well, it's the end of the couch commentator. Now it's time to say see, see you later. That's right. Now it's time to say see, see <laughs> you later. You'll come back now. You're here. <laughs> Great to sing along so much. Um, here we go. We've, <laughs> this is it. We're at the end of the episode. Further developments. I think we've mm. covered quite a bit, haven't we? I think
0: so. I think so. I hope you've yeah. enjoyed it, couchies. We, um, we've um we tried to keep it quite broad in the off season and, and leading mm. up into the season start because obviously when the football games start, that's, that's generally what we spend our time on. So we've tried yeah. to do a bit of a uh, broad brushstroke across the NRL landscape mm. and sporting landscape.
1: Yeah, it's been good just to try to come up with some things to chat about. Um, but, yeah, like you said, once the games start, it'll be all about what's going on on the field. And uh, in, in between the in between times as well. um Thank you so much, Couchies, for uh, being with us today and listening and returning to listen to us this year. Be sure to tell your friends and family about the Couchies, uh, about the Couch commentator. We'd love to for them to join the community also. And uh, Greg, it's been great. Grow pleasure. the couch,
0: grow the couch. Let's great.
1: get it Yeah, yeah. We need a three seater at least. I think. <laughs> all right thanks everybody yes likewise take care we'll talk to you soon when the 40 begins